Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, how are you? Oh, it's just an interesting day. Yeah, big scoop today, huh? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure it's a little more interesting on your end. Um, so, hey, just real quick, I know we're running late, and we've got we've got folks on the tail end of this as well. Sure. Um, and we've got just about five minutes, so why don't right. we just jump right into your cues? Um, so the first question would be... Uh, you guys spent last week talking a lot about the policies that were already in place. Clearly, there was things that you had thought about for months, if not years, building for. Um, and then just several days after E3 to reverse a lot of these big, bold choices about the machine. Why does this come just days after E3 closed? Well, this was our first opportunity. I mean, frankly, if you look over the last month um, from the Xbox One unveiled to E3 to actually lay out what our program is and to talk about it. We've been working on it for a very long time, and this is our first time to start getting feedback. And, uh, you know, by the end of E3, we've given a, a view across our entire program from how the system works to the amazing lineup of games and how those games take unique advantage of, um, you know, Xbox One and the cloud and what they can do. And we've gotten a, a lot of great feedback, and it was the time where we heard from everybody and what they loved about our games, what they loved about our vision, but that they also wanted you know, more choice, that they wanted the flexibility to be able to use their console offline, and they wanted the you know, flexibility to be able to use physical discs the way they've always used them. And frankly, we just listened. We wanted to take that feedback and, and make changes. Now, you know, you're, you're characterizing this as responding to, to feedback from, from customers and this being your first chance to respond, but did you end, couldn't you have anticipated some of this backlash in, in the first place? Why do you think consumers were so upset uh, and so vocal uh, about the original policies put in place for the machine? Well, we believe a lot in this digital future, and we think most people will be using Xbox One connected, and they're going to be taking advantage of the cloud with games like Titanfall or, you know, uh, with Forza and how it uses Drivatars, and, uh, and, or, frankly, just to stream content online with video or to play multiplayer. And so much of how that, that of what we believe in that vision uh, frankly, I, we think people have responded in a really, really deep and rich way that they love. They love that vision. They love the experience. They love what they saw about how the NFL experience could be changed, for instance. But we clearly heard that there was times that they needed the box to work in an offline state. They, whether they just wanted to use it offline or they were going on vacation or they were in a low-connectivity area. Uh, and frankly, that they loved the familiarity of physical discs um, and really wanted it. And so we just responded to that. Uh, right after this uh, this news broke, uh, GameStop's uh, stock went up six percent. Do you think that's related? Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not a good person to ask about stock market prices. Uh, along with this, uh, you know, a lot of these were related to uh, policy changes in regards to you know DRM and always on connection. Um, has there been any discussion about addressing any sort of the privacy concerns in terms of the connect and and that being? Uh, on all the time uh, and also being a requirement for, for turning on the box? Well, we're really focused on how Connect can change the experience and the importance of having Connect be a deep part of the architecture so that game creators, experience creators can always take advantage of it. And as a user, you can rely on it always being able to work. Um, that said, uh, we're also uh, focused on making sure that you're in control, that you understand what Connect's doing and that you have um, great privacy controls around them. And we We've put some information out there around how that's going to work on, on Xbox One. And then, of course, you know, I'll also just say that you also have the choice to have your console work offline. You know, we're, we're, we're here to give you 
um, sort of control over that experience. So the machine does require a connection at least once uh, when a user purchases it. Uh, why is that? Well, it was always part of the plan for Xbox One, and frankly, it's just uh, it's as simple as the difference between our manufacturing schedules and our software schedules. And uh, so there was always going to be a day one update uh, when we uh, when we launched it. And so, so this, you know, regardless of these policy changes, you guys had built in that there was going to be a day one update to the machine, uh, even if when these policies were announced, everyone was honky-dory? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's always been the plan. Um, you know, you guys mentioned that this uh, essentially kills, at least for launch, uh, some of the uh, more progressive, interesting policies, such as the family sharing, uh, lending policies. Are those killed permanently, or are these things that can come back uh, in future software updates for the operating system? Um, well, there's part of it's a mix because of just some of the reality of how you're changing the experience. And let me give you an example. When I, um, you know, before, one of the things that's exciting about a digital ecosystem is if I go to any Xbox, I see all my games, they show up in my games library. Well, obviously, if you're going to use physical discs, uh, those games wouldn't show up. Uh, because it's only showing the content that's in your that's in that's in the the cloud that's in your online library, uh, so that wouldn't change. It's just the the difference, the choice you have of using physical discs or um, or having purchased things online. That said, so much of how we built the program is really built on that digital infrastructure. You get a ton of the advantage of that at launch, and we're going to continue to invest in that. You know, examples are obviously things like day and date, and I can I can choose to buy either of them online or physical. It's my choice. Uh, similarly, if I went to your house um, with my physical-based game and uh, we played and then I left and took my disc with me, you could uh, instantly purchase that game with no download uh, because it's all built on that same functionality. And we're going to see us continue to really invest in that. We, we believe a lot in the, the, that cloud-powered uh, future. So, so does that mean like specifically like the, the family sharing and stuff like that is, is not off the table or is that just not something we're talking about for launch now? Yeah, I, I think we're talking about where we are at launch, and we'll we'll continue to invest and sort of deliver you know interesting, cool new scenarios, and we'll we'll see where we go. Um, so some of the games you know you mentioned Forza uh, and Titanfall is another one that are going to have you know are investing in sort of the cloud infrastructure and, and leveraging that to enhance uh, the gameplay experience. Um, obviously, third parties can kind of do, you know they'll have a little more leverage in terms of they handle those policies, but Forza is a, a first party game. Uh, what happens for the consumer that, that chooses to just be offline and purchase a copy of Forza? Um, does that impact their single-player experience or just start to cut them off from things that require the cloud, such as Drivatar? Uh, well, it's really up to the game creators. You know, we, we don't, either in first party or third party, have any specific policies around that. You know, we want to give them um, access to a ton of capabilities in the cloud. We think both people will probably be playing uh, connected to the live service and to our cloud servers. Uh, and we think it can really change the experience in a whole bunch of ways. And frankly, I hope we see game creators come up with amazing things that could only happen uh, when you're connected to the cloud because they're using that power. And if that was single-player, multiplayer, whatever, you know, that, that's their choice. All right, uh, last question, I'll let you go. Um, how do you think Sony feels today? <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I focus on listening to our, our customers, our fans. I love the fact that they tell us what they love and they, they tell us what they don't love. And, you know, frankly, you know, that's what, I, what we've always been doing around here to deliver more of what they love and, and make changes where they don't like things. And, and that's our focus. All right, Mark, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Take care.